This is the Kitzer of the Sikha in Parshas Truma, the second Sikha on page 292, which is actually a mimer, the Brahmaskal, the Yikhali Truma, Tavshin Lamed Hey. The Rebbe points out that in the beginning of this week's Parsha, the Torah writes the term Truma three different times. As Chazal tell us, Gimel Trumas Nemru Beparsha Azais, Vyikhuli Truma, that refers to Trumas Adonim. Then it says, Meis Kolisha Sheyad Venel Liba Tikhos Trumasi, refers to Trumas Shkolin. And Azais Atrumas Shetikhumi Itam, that refers to the Trumas Hamishka. So these are the three Trumas mentioned at the beginning of the Parsha. The question though is, if the Torah is telling us that there are the three different Trumas, that are included in the things that are needed for the Beis HaMikdash or the Mishkan. So why in this week's parsha does it only spell out in detail the Truma, the last one, the Truma uh, Mishkan, that are all the details of what they used, the materials, the gold, the silver, and so on, that was used to build the Mishkan. And the other two, it only mentions Bekitzer and Beremes. Why doesn't it tell us also what those Trumas are and spell it out in this week's parsha? Even if we'll say that the Truma Shkalim, which refers to Karbonis, is not really the theme of the parsha, which speaks about the actual building of the Mishkan, but the Adonim, the Truma of the Sakets, the Adonim, they are certainly part of the building of the Mishkan. And nevertheless, the Truma of those Adonim are not spelled out until later, Parshas Pekudeh. Then, if we take a look at the three Lashonis of Truma, we can see that the Teda does not use the exact same expression regarding these three Trumas. When it comes to the first Truma, Regarding the Truma of the Adonim, it says, Yikhuli Truma. When it comes to the second Truma, the Truma Shkalim, it says, Trumasi. When it comes to the third one, it just says, Truma. Meaning that in the first one, it refers to the Abishter with the word Li, actually in a separate word. When it comes to the second Truma, it also refers to the Abishter, but included in the same word, Trumasi, it's my Truma. When it comes to the third Truma, which is what the Parsha here primarily discusses, it just says Zoysa Truma without hinting to the Abishta, that the Truma is for the Abishta's sake. And the Rebbe quotes a very strange Medrash that says that the four materials that are used in this week's parsha, Zav, Kesef, Nechoshes, and Oiris Elim Adamim, hint to four Malchias that brought about Golos. Zav, the, the Medrash says, is Kenegad Malchus Babel. And Kesef is Kenegad Malchus Madai. And Nechoshes is Kenegad Malchus Yovan. And the Oiris Elim Adamim is Malchus Eden. So the question here is, how is it possible to say that the materials used to build the Mishkan are hinting to the four Malchias that destroy the Beis HaMikdosh, the complete opposite of Osul Mikdosh? What is the Pshat in this Medrash? So first, the Rebbe says, let's understand what are these three Trumas here. Just like we find regarding the creation that it says that the world stands on the three pillars, Torah, Veda, and Gemilas Chasadim, so to benegay to the building of the Mishkan, which is the fulfillment of the purpose of creation, also the Mikdash to make the world a dwelling for the Abishtah, so we have the three categories of the three Trumas, they hint to the three pillars of Teira, Aveda, and Gemilas Chasadim. The Adonim, which are the sockets that serve as a base to the walls of the Mishkan, hints to Teira, which is the base and the foundation of all Teira mitzvahs and all of Yiddishkeit. The Aveda, the Trumas Ashkolim, that is, which is the Karbanis that was brought through these Shkolim, is of course the Kav of Aveda, the Aveda of Karbanis, and then the Tfilis, which are Bemachim Karbanis Tiknum. Then the Trumas HaMishkan, which are all the other physical materials used to build a Mishkan, hints to all of the mitzvahs, which in general are included in the category of Gemilas Chasadim, to elevate the physical to use them for a mitzvah. So these are the three categories that we build a Mishkan with. What is the difference between these three categories, Teira, Aveda, and Gemilas Chasadim? The reason why they're divided into three different categories is because 
Each one has its own particular contribution in the relationship between the Yid and the Eibishter or bringing the Eibishter into the world. When it comes to Teda, Teda is Etzloi. It's the Eibishter's. It's his delight. It's his Chochmah. It's Dvarai Ka'esh. It's the Eibishter's fiery words and wisdom. And the Eibishter opens up his ideas and allows us to learn Teda and it comes down for us to be able to learn it here below. However, even after Teda comes down below, Teda in essence is completely removed of the existence of the world. And it doesn't change even after it comes down below. It remains apart, separated from the mitzvahs of the world. Unlike mitzvahs, which the whole idea of a mitzvah is that there is commanding somebody to fulfill the mitzvah. On the other hand, when it comes to Aveda, they have uh, davening or even karbonis. It's the exact opposite of teda. Davening or Aveda sakarbonis is about elevating from below. The person creating a relationship with the Avishar, developing a connection from below, from his own initiative. That's the Avedish belief that a person with his own kaychis connects to the Eivishter until he comes to Reisha Megiyah Shemaima. So while a person has in Teda a much higher level of, of, of Etzle, of the Eivishter himself that's in the Teda, but he doesn't become unified with that Teda, like he does when it comes to davening. In davening, whatever level he does reach, he's there. The person is on that level. He worked on attaining that experience of connection to Hashemaima that he's on, so he becomes unified with that level. That's a tremendous mila that there is in the Kav of Aveda. However, both in this Kav of Teda and Aveda here, we can see that the main focus is the person. The Aveda that the person is doing, connecting to the Eibishter, it does not involve as much bringing it down into the physical entity of the world. Whereas when it comes to the third Kav, which is Gmilus Chasadim, here the main focus is, and the main purpose of creation, is to bring the Eibishter down into the physical objects of the world, into the Dvaran Tachtanim, and the Gashmis of the world itself. And therefore, over here in mitzvahs, we can see all mitzvahs are limited. Every mitzvah has its particular shear, or maybe even time, when it could be fulfilled. Whereas when it comes to Teir and Aveda, Teir and Aveda, even here in this world, is an experience which is unlimited. Teir is Arucha Meretz Midah, and Davening is ultimately to come to Hashemaimah, which is unlimited. You see this nefesh, an ava of bleakvul, because it doesn't, the focus over there in Teir and Aveda is not bringing it down into the limitation and the physical of the world. This explains the three different expressions of truma that the Teda says when it comes to the first, V'yikhali truma, which is the truma of Adonim, referring to learning Teda. So here the Rebbe points out the fact that the Teda says V'yikhu, not V'yitnu. You would, you would expect the Teda should say V'yitnu, you should give. It says V'yikhu because that's what Teda is. Teda is taking, drawing down from above to below. And the Teda writes, Li, referring to the essence of the Eibishter, but it says Li and Truma in two separate words, because when it comes to learning Teda, you're drawing down the essence of the Eibishter, which is Be'ein Areich, to the Metzias of the person. So even after you have the Teda come down and unified in his understanding and his brain, however, that doesn't mean that the person is transformed and that the person is on a level where he's one with the essence of the Eibishter. The Eibishter, the essence of the Eibishter, the Oisiyatim Leichem, which is in the Teda, remains completely Be'ein Areich to the Metzias of the person that learns. It's even possible that an Adam Bilti Tahir learns Teda, and the Teda is there in his intellect, and he remains an Adam Bilti Tahir. It didn't transform him. So therefore the Li and the Truma, which is the Aveda, the person learning, remain apart, remain Ben from each other. When it comes to the Truma Sashkalim, which represents the Karbanis and the Aveda Satfila, that a person elevates himself, so whatever level it gets elevated to, he's fully there. He gets elevated to that place and he's experiencing and connecting on that level. So the level of Gilu that he's experiencing is one with him. True Masi. Therefore the Eivishter that's hinted in this Truma is hinted in the very same word which indicates the person. 
the truma, the avayda of the person, because the person and the Abishra become unified as one in his experience in davening. And when it comes to the third truma, the objective of the third truma is to bring the Abishra down to a place where the Abishra's presence is not felt at all, in a place of Gashmias, where the Abishra's presence is totally concealed. And therefore here, the Teda does not make mention of the Abishra's name. Here it just says truma, because the point of this truma is an Aveda in a place where the Abishra's presence is not felt at all. And that's the Tachlus HaKavana, to bring the Abishra down, Dafke, into such a place, as the Alter Rebbe says, to the Tachten She'ein, Tachten Lamata Heimenu. So we have all three trumas here in the building of the Mishkan. However, the main purpose, and therefore the main arichus and the details of the parsha are the materials used of the physical world to build a Mishkan. Because that's the main purpose of creation, to make a diribetachtayna for the Eibishter. In this context, Teireh and Aveideh are just there as complementary, either to prepare or to elevate the person, to put him in the right attitude, or to perfect this Aveideh of making a diribetachtayna. So therefore, the, the Two trumas of Tere and Aveide are only written here Bachlolis and Beremes and not spelled out in great detail as it does regarding the Aveda of actually building the Mishkan, which is the main purpose of creation. Based on this, we can understand this interesting Medrash, this uh, very wondrous Medrash that says that the materials of the Mishkan are hinting to the four Malchias that bring about Golas. Because since the purpose of the mitzvah of Asul and Mikdash is to bring the Ebesher down into the lowest element of the world, so therefore the purpose of this mitzvah is actually fulfilled in Golos even more than in the building of the Mishkan itself. Because when you build a Mishkan, in the, and after all, yes, it brings the Ebesher down into the physical world, but the Mishkan was a place where the presence of the Ebesher was revealed and felt there. So you're not reaching the lowest element of the world, a Tachtain, where you don't have the presence of the Ebesher felt there. Dafke in Golos, when the physical entity of the world is with its fullest intensity, and here you bring down the presence of the Eibishter, this is a continuation and actually a perfection of the fulfillment of the purpose of the mitzvah. And therefore the materials of the Mishkan itself hint to the condition of Golos that will be the perfection of this fulfillment. And at Dafke, this Aveda, in the time of Golos, in this place where Maise is the highest, is greater than anything else in the physical world, the, this Aveda is what will bring the ultimate revelation, Lasad Lavei, when we will see the Maila of the Aveda, Dafke, and the Gashmi. As it says at Lasad Lavei, the two brothers, Yosef and Yehuda, Yehuda, which hints to Maisa Dafke, to the lowest, to the Daimon being the greatest, will be elevated, and Dafke Yehuda will be even greater than Yosef, as the Pasuk says, that Lasad Lavei, who will be the king of Kali Yisrael, David which comes from Yehuda, the David Avdi Nasi Lahem Le'olam.